What is up, homies? How you doing? What's, What's going on? Dude, chilly out there today. Freeze. A little cold. Right? Christmas is coming. Yeah. Everybody's nipples hard. Cold. <laughs> Dude, cutting, cutting paper with that. Cutting glass with my uh, nipples. Dude, I'm just reading. So you guys can't see it, but Chris is wearing a beanie in here. And I just read the front of it. And it says, it said, love your melon. Oh, wait. What does it say? <laughs> it says, love your melon. Love your melon. This is for my mother-in-law. <laughs> love your melon. I'm like, what do you? <laughs> you put an ass at the end. I love her melons. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, right. oh, dude, we we've been we've been up against it in the house. Yeah, yeah. Just everybody. It started with my son. Everybody went through a bout of coughing and dude. ridiculousness. So so tonight I'm looking I'm looking for the final remedy. That's right. Chris is looking like he finished a 600-plated event in South Carolina right now. It used to be Crown Royal and Cokes. Yeah. Tonight it's going to be Bacardi. Dude, Bacardi and Coke, dude. That's awesome. And we got Lamb with us again. Freaking awesome doing a part two with this guy. Brought the mead back. Lamb, it's always a pleasure. We, uh, Lamb is really like our three, the three amigo. Dude, three Stooges, three amigos, yeah. three Musketeers. We yeah, Definitely, that's what we are. <laughs> We still, I'm still uh, coming down. I I listened to her podcast the last time you were on. I was at the uh, gym. <laughs> you stuck you, I started fucking dying laughing. And like two people like looked at me. I tripped a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was on the incline uh, treadmill. This guy's enjoying himself. What do you do? What kind of, what kind of supplements do you take? I had to stop. laughing at the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like. Jesus Christ, just don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. But I'm like, if it was raining vagina, I'd get hit in the head with a dick. Dude, right. <laughs> like, bam, slap. Well, oh, my God. Dude, yeah, that's funny. It's good, man. We brought so we brought lamb's mead back. And we got a couple of the awesome things we're going to do for this show. Right? It's going to be more of like a beer, yeah. a weird beer episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I mean, nothing's, nothing's pre-planned, rehearsed, premeditated, you know? But shoot from the hip. Shoot from the hip. We just jump right into it. So what better time than try some awesome beer? So, Lamb, what do we, so Lamb, you got this special formula and logic to which ones we're going to be tasting first. Alrighty, so we're starting out with a chai milk style. Okay. Chai milk style. Who's that from? Uh, not sure. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> Amor Ortiz Brewing. Okay, that's a part of the... Independent craft brewing, which is awesome. Family owned. It's not giving us a state here. Oh, here you go. Brewed and canned in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Dude, that's it, babe. That's our favorite place. Fort Mill is where they have the best. Uh, you could buy all the whiskey and fireworks you've ever needed for right. the 4th of July. So what's the best way? Do you like to wear fireworks first and enjoy the whiskey or just smash the whiskey? No, I like lighting the fireworks. I like my fingers, so I'm not a big, uh, you know, being a being a Yankee. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not a I'm not that into the fireworks. They're, they're cool. I mean, it the the fireworks. I think I told you about this. The fireworks that they had in Matthews right out there to start was like the Cranford, New Jersey finale. Like I was overly shocked at how many fireworks they actually set off. Right, but um, so they go, they go crazy. Um, but, but like, yeah, I'm not big. Like our neighbor was doing it one year. 
Just going crazy. Like, it's like, dude, he was hammered. Like, this guy was, like, <laughs> hammered where his ankles weren't working right. And it's like, dude, you, you're not going to be able to run. Dude, his knees, like, was he bending, like, legs straight? Like Bending at the hip, trying to light fireworks? Like <laughs> Elaine Ben is dancing. Sounds like Pump July in my house. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> another story. Cheers, guys. Cheers, bro. this suck right over here. And we get to the craziness with Lamb story. Oh, Jesus. Right off the bat, I like the smell. Oh. And I like the flavor. Dude. I got a cough drop in, but I don't think you drink many of these. But this is pretty badass. It's, uh, it's 6.5, so I feel like definitely. 6.5%? It does not taste like it, dude. Yeah. Honestly, this is, you know how like Guinness feels light and creamy? Yeah. You know, it, it's literally, it feels smooth like that, but this definitely has more of a, I guess it's like a barley, like a malt, like very, you know. Dude, this tastes like Christmas, right? Yeah, definitely. Tremendous. Perfect for this season, not something you drink in the summer. I'm a little disappointed. I halfway wanted it to suck, but I'm kind of glad. I thought for sure when it, yeah. That's not bad at all, man. That's pretty good. Oh, so this isn't going to be, this might be a good beer episode. Dude, it might be until we get to that sour. We'll see when we get to that thing. Yeah, that's that's the third beer on the line, so we'll see. We used to have a party. My, uh, My friend's dad, like, um... I think his mother, I think the the mother bought the father of the ale in the mail club. Okay. And <laughs> Big Ed, who's like, you know, like a second dad to me. Yeah. He's like, I drink Miller, you know, I drink what I drink. I drink Miller Lite. I don't like all this weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm going to have a party. So he'd have a huge party. Like, uh, I forget if it was in the beginning of the summer or end of the summer. And you'd have to dig your hand in. Whatever you pulled up, you have, to, have drink. to drink it. Oh, I, I'm gonna do. I like that kind of game. It's a game of chance. That's so, real, dude. You can pull out a four loco. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> this is like this is like this stuff, like super weird. Okay. Like Beaverton, Oregon. You know. Yeah. So, so it's not it's not messed up like we did the, the tall can roulette. It's my birthday. We did a float down a river, and everyone had to bring a tall can wrapped in foil. Right. Mix it up, and whichever candy pulls. Oh, yeah, you didn't know, and it was it was a free for all. Yeah, Buy so it could choice. be a four loco. There wasn't four loco in the mix for sure. <laughs> yeah, I who bought that, bro. I think it was like um, was, I think it was like a, some grape tastic. Uh, it was the strongest one. It was like a nine point six percent. I think they make eleven percent. Something was, crazy like that. I think it was, it was only eleven like percent. Early in the morning, no one's eating breakfast. Empty stomach, just right about to get on the river. Right. Chug I folded the top uniquely so I didn't grab it, but. <laughs> I, I you, you made a little sign for yourself. Yeah, dude. I wasn't playing this game fair, dude. I'm here to win. <laughs> the only person that picked that one lost, that's for sure, right? <laughs> so, what did this guy do? So, we all, we all pick him. I, I forget, I got like Mike's heart. You know, somebody was getting twisted tea, somebody got a Bud Light, you know, and then uh, what's his name? It was I, Hunter. It was yeah, Hunter. one of our mutual friends, Hunter. He picked yeah. it up, and it was a four look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude, what happened next, Lynn? Oh, dude, this. This event is like one of those where, like, you know, it was like the beginning of an organ show. Everyone was all happy, but then, like, half the people died by the end. Like, <laughs> dude, yes. dude, before Nebraska, everybody was jumping dude, off. He was puking his brains out. At, at one point, float? brains out on the float, dude. Like, we had to pull there's over. There's no, yeah, dude. there's no saving grace. Dude. Um, at one point, we pulled over to the side for a little, and, like, one guy just... I think Matt was yeah, puking, too. Matt, Matt was puking for, like, a good 20 minutes straight into the bush. Oh, dude, it was great. 
That's when great. you just like give up. I don't know. I, I didn't puke, but it was my birthday, so they held me down and spanked me with a paddle on the side of the river. We did do that too. I forgot about that. Dude, we held it down. The great thing about it, nobody brought water with us. It was all alcohol. Was all, yeah. Oh my god, dude! It was like out in the sun, two hundred cans of beer and hard alcohol. And zero water, like six bottles of water to share between twelve people or ten people. What are you doing? Just like jumping in the water, taking so taking leaks. If they're if they're listening, they'll know now. Now, so Lady and I had a bottle of water. That was one left, and everyone's dying. Oh, I need water. Oh. <laughs> Lady's looking at me like, you know, I'm like, yeah, me too. Oh, I'm like, dude, I wish we had some water. And I'm like, give me a sip. Give me a sip. <laughs> it didn't matter though, dude. That was that was like two and a half hours before we even finished. We lost, dude, we lost so much on our river. Car keys, oh. wallets, dude. Yeah, wallets, phones, phones. And we were so. We, so what'd you do? You had somebody we had like, drive. We had the command ship, which was this kayak that I have. It's like a three-person kayak. It's huge, like fourteen feet. Okay, monster kayak. Um, Mike's in the front. I'm in the back. All this, we have Lamb's waterproof speaker in the front. It was something out of like Mad Max, <laughs> right? This thing was crazy, full of everybody's stuff. Mike brings over a uh, no, like a floaty bag. Yeah. Gets all the stuff in there, wraps it up, squeezes all the air out of it, clips it shut. So when we flipped, it sank. It squeezed the air out. There's no air. So out of the whole kayak, mine was the only one. I clipped it around one of the bindings on the side of the kayaks when it flipped it came right back all my stuff was on the side <laughs> so we lost all the wars too. i didn't even know what was going on because i was just in the back of the line floating on a personal and then people just yelling and i'm like what? <laughs> Dude, like somebody <laughs> grabbed on the side to get up and then we flipped oh my we god flipped. we flipped i found half an oar we had we went from two oars to half an oar half of one so we had one the rest of the way so somebody else was using this is all thing. the way to that uh that pump house yes. yeah the pump Right. That's not We're exactly right. like, dude. It took hours. It's kind of dangerous, right? Yeah. When they release the dam, it gets pretty crazy. I think yeah. one of Lamb's roommates jumped in the water to try to free swim, and some dude on a paddleboard was looking down at her, looking up at me, looking down at her, looking up at me, like you're gonna do something about this. She, she like swam right into a rock and kind of just she ran. Just stayed there. She swam into like the foaming rocks. Where all the water was rushing through. <laughs> Dude, it was like, oh what are you God. doing? And this, I think this all started from uh, 22 can roulette. Yeah. The, you know, the tall boy roulette. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I don't know if your your party started, you know, turned out like that. Because the whole the whole plan was to do this, get back, chill, go to my house, grill out the rest of the day. By the end of the flow, it was we like a nine hour so endeavor, dead. dude. Like, we like, hate like, each other. We went from three hours to like nine hours. So everyone just went back, wrote, got some aloe on, and just kind of like fight the sunburn. That's all. They were getting roasted, true. That's right. Oh, dude, that was friggin' nuts. My friend heard this challenge. Um, I forget if it was on the radio or maybe it was even a podcast. But it was uh, 30 different beers in one in 24 hours. So he's like, it's I got to be doable. He's like, I could do that it. That doesn't seem hard at all. What kind of beers, though? You're not talking about like it can't. It cannot be anything no. the same. So if you could do a Bud Light, a Bud White, Bud, a Budweiser, Miller, Miller Light, Coors, Coors Light, that's already five. Yingling makes six, so that's six lagers. Yeah, but you you quickly start getting into IPAs and Guinness and right because what are you going to chase? Yarlsberg. Yeah, you know all these things. So he actually like like researched it and planned. It. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. So he did it. Right. And. uh We'll just say that's where the story ended. 
Oh but my god. It's not really where the story ended, but he did it right. like very uh proudly. <laughs> Dude. He must have been in good face though. Oh yeah. He must have been hammered. So I mean you have twenty four hours. How many hours did he well, take? Well you gotta end you gotta end with your Coors Light, Miller Light, Natural Light, Keystone. Really? Yeah, you gotta end you start there. with the heavy ones first. Yeah. Interesting. At least that's yeah. the way he did it. Right. I don't know how I would do it. No, no, is it a full, like, is it, what's the rule, like, full 24, like, 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. the next day, or, like? I mean, he did it. You take a nap. He probably, I think he did it from, like, noon to, noon to probably 8 at night. Late at night, so he, he, spent, oh, he so, yeah, yeah. sped through it. Oh, yeah, he didn't, yeah, he has All right, that don't seem that hard, then. He had to try to do this thing. I mean, <laughs> no, no, honestly, you know what we should do? Do a, we'll 24 do, shots. We'll do a five, no, 24 five, minutes. We'll do a five mile run and we'll do a beer every quarter mile. 20. Oh, yeah. Somebody was telling me about that. Oh, like these beer runs that we yeah. watch people do? 20 beers, five miles. Wait, you have to drink a whole beer? A whole beer every quarter mile. So there's one lap around a track. Yeah. Boof. So How many beers are you drinking? 20. Oh, you're, you're, you're pooting. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll do it. I'll do it. For sure, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's 20 beers in what? I'll do that. Three, what, what, two Dude, hours? I feel like you'll slow down. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, like, here's, I, uh, you're not the rules. Can you walk yet. it? Yeah. As long as you, as, as as long as you don't stop as moving. As long as you're at least drinking one beer every quarter mile. You're drinking one beer every quarter mile. You can't stop moving. Huh, it doesn't sound harder than, there's got to be something about that. Like once you get your. But you're, you, the, the thing is, there'll be puking involved. It's gonna, and you're, well, if you're running through neighborhood, you gotta have somebody that's following you in a car or something like that. No, you gotta do it with a golf cart with a cooler. A golf cart with a cooler? Or do you have to carry all of your beers? Unless you, unless you got a track. I think you go out to a track and you just have it like, like on the bleachers and you, every time you do a lap. I see, you gotta find a track that yeah. you gotta hide the booze. Yeah. You know? You can do it up here at the Y. Just go in the Y? Like, no, at the, with the, the, the track beer. around the, the Y. Outdoor track, yeah. Oh, the outdoor track? I've never seen you that. You should so. have to shotgun them. That's what I'm saying. You just yeah. got to boom. Boom. I think I'm, I'd try that. That seems ridiculous. I know I'm going to puke it. Like, I'm not even afraid of yes. what's going to happen. I think if I was, like, 25. Right. I'm not a woman going to be hungover. I think you're going to puke out most of the beer. Well, you sweat a lot of it out there. Yeah, you're you're going to be a mess. Like, by the time you're done, I think you know, so you'll be able. Like, if they're, like, brewery cans, or they're, like, they're the taller cans, or they're, like. Or, like, these little suckers over here. Like, that's what he's. These are 12 ounce, right? Those are 16 that we have. So we got a couple different sizes over here. Yeah, because these are one pint. So drinking like 20 pints might be an issue, but like drinking 20 yeah. is like 12. 20 pints. Yo, what, what age is it that you stop bragging? Or about like, how much you drink? About how many beers you could drink. I think. And you start like drinking beers because you like it. I think there's a time when. You don't have the peer pressure of partying around yeah. you, and then you've really meant it when you said this is I'll never drink again because the hangover was so bad. I don't even mean like the hangover. I just mean like like I I, I became a your 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 prototypical like IPA cool yeah yeah hipster, you know, hipster, hipster beer hipster, beer snob. yeah Brooklyn douche beer snob right. But until I was like twenty eight, even twenty nine, right or thirty, I would just sit there and drink 
as many Bud Lights as humanly possible and not care about, you know, Sierra Nevada. You just, right, you wouldn't care. You're wicked drinking, weed. Dude, it's refreshing. Let me get another Coors Light. Let me get another piss can. I think it all depends on what the atmosphere, like what's happening. Quick photo. Because, uh, <laughs> like, say if I'm at a New Year's party or something, I'm going to carry a Heineken mini keg, I'm going to finish that keg, I'm going to drink some other stuff. Yeah. But it was like, I'm just grilling out in the backyard. I'm not trying to crush beers like that, you know? And that's those are the days where I'm kind of just drinking more of, like, the stuff I like, casually drinking. Yeah. Or like maybe Monday morning, like duct tape two forties in my hand play Edward forty hands. You ever play that dude? No. You ever play Edward Forty Hands? So this Edward is, 40 so hands. This, here's the thing. So Edward Forty Hands, you can't take the can't the the forties off until you finish both. Yeah. Now well, they're duct taped to your hands, so you can't really right. use your hands for anything else. I played this game and I thought I I thought about this, like, what if I have to pee? So I wore sweats. <laughs> So I okay. I finished through one bottle and then I got the tip of the forty to maneuver into my pants so I can piss because you're not allowed to use your hands. So if you're wearing jeans with a belt, yeah, you're done. Figure it out, dude. Right, and you can't ask people for help. So it's like you're either <laughs> <laughs> so if you're drinking eighty ounces of beer, you're what is that? You're forty eight ounces away from a gallon. So it's like, yeah. imagine that. No, dude, it's, dude, it's games. Well. Then that's the thing, though. If you think about something like that, but then you, like, you can go to a spot like Twin Peaks and you drink like six or seven beers. You drink like a, yeah. like a donkey, dude. Just go and, 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 go, and, go, and go. your glasses are what? Pint and a half? Chugging them. Right. Deep, no problem. We were at Penn's the other day. Their beers, yeah. they give you a 20, 24 or 36 ounce freaking Juicy J. It's like, dude, you got one of those you shouldn't be driving. And you know what like, I mean? And it's like you drink four of those, you're out of gallon. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of breath. Oh my god. What do we got here, Lamp? Alright, next up is Birdsong Brewing Company's Rewind Lager. Rewind Lager, okay. Well, this is good too. Yeah. This is a light beer to cleanse out the uh chai milk stuff that we started with. Yeah, this is good. Oh wow. It's refreshing. It's not sour, but like hoppy. Like yeah. it's yeah, it not but it's like it's definitely Makes you salivate, man. And this is actually and that's a that's a lot, yeah. And this is brewed here in Charlotte. Bird song. Hell yeah. And it's a four uh, percent. Yeah, like you that. could very yeah, long, you could you could crush some of these. This is a, like a session beer wow. all day. Yeah. Like an all day beer. Yeah. Just like drink this. This is like tailgate. barbecue beer. Yeah. 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 Tailgate barbecue. You know, you're six in right now. You're like, bro, I'm hungry. Let's get food, you know. Dude, speaking of tailgates. This this city, the tailgate thing is bizarre to me, dude. It I, is bizarre. I catered one of them on the street over here. Yeah, right next to the stadium. It's very interesting. You're talking about like how people have their private lots, right? And they yeah, just rent out these different spots. Go to the game. It's right there. I feel a lot of people don't even go to the game. They yeah. watch it from yeah. the cave, the tailgating lot. Yeah, they either watch from a lot or like I've seen a lot of people don't come. Right. You know what I, yeah, no, you, I, it's like when you see, you ever, Lamb, you ever watch like a game on TV and then you're hanging out in the living room with your friends and you're just drinking and eating and uh, pissing whenever you want and it takes three seconds? 
And it's not like, oh my God, it becomes this huge project when you're at a stadium where you're yeah. like, you have to wait online, you gotta leave. You're not pulling this map to be like, where's the restroom? Then you're not fighting a line. You're fighting line, and you're like, where's my seat? And okay. then the hot dogs are eighteen dollars, and beer three beers is a hundred. You're, you're double fisting beers, trying not to spill on people as you're walking through. Or you get not by the time you sit back down, you're missing half of them. Yeah. No, I don't miss that. No, not at all. Like that. I mean, that's why a lot of these people go outside, do those tailgates. I feel like tailgate as like a culture thing is something that like the U.S. started. That's like I feel like Asia, Asia, and other countries should pick up on. Okay, you think so? Okay, because like. Uh, like for soccer, you like, think? Because I know like soccer is like a global sport. Honestly, for anything, I feel like I, I would tailgate anything. Ping pong tournament. I'll tailgate <laughs> <a> tennis like, tournament. <laughs> pretty, like, <laughs> like if if I did if I wouldn't get kicked out of like the hospital hallway, I would tailgate waiting, <laughs> well, like waiting for childbirth. I'll be like grilling burgers, just waiting. Like, honey, as soon as the baby comes out, I got a burger for you. Dude, you have like hot dogs ready, like, and then with blue buns and burgers with pink buns. So it's like a girl or a boy, you know. You're like, you want green? You got pink ketchup, blue mustard. Oh, dude. It's like I I don't want to know when the doctor comes out. He's either gonna pick up a hot dog or a burger. And then he'll that's that, what that, he, yeah, that's, he tells me what, what if I had a boy or a girl. Dude, that's funny, dude. I like that. I tailgate for anything. It's like tailgating for a movie to start. What if we tailgate outside of the movie theater? Well, it's like waiting for the movie, like just tailgate. It's, it's funny because like me and my friends did start doing something similar with cars on parking lot hooligans. That was more when COVID had restrictions, so you couldn't eat inside. Right, right, right. So we'll go, we'll get food, and we'll get to go. And then we just set up and we'll eat and use like each other's cars as like dining tables. Dining right? tables. And we're outside just eating off the hood or like the back tent, like yeah, the tailgate yeah. of a car. Especially right, because a lot of these places were to go only. Yeah. And I feel like working in restaurants or being in a restaurant, some of the some of the appeal is to like leave your house and not eat in your house. Yeah. It's like Definitely. eat outside. So then you're eating on the hood of the car, you're just bullshitting and hanging out. And that uh, became a whole another level. So then I started carrying a uh, folding catering table and like folding right. chairs in the back of my car. Right. So it was a little like surfagey, and you couldn't eat inside because it was COVID times. But get like hundred dollars worth of food, and we'll set up a table on the parking lot. So and that's the dining room. Yeah. Like, we're, like, we're just dining outside. Hell yeah. Couldn't eat inside. It's like tailgate anything, anywhere. Right. Like Which, Lamb wants to tailgate in the hospital. You know, one day when he has a kid. Child along the hospital. <laughs> Dude, that's phenomenal be, dude that is so funny we should tailgate that we should tailgate for like the menu movie but you didn't see it right nah you have no. to see that movie that's yeah Lamb told me how good it was dude we were like yo if you guys haven't seen you know if you guys haven't seen the menu movie it's worth especially you're in the industry check it out you know like Chris you gotta see it yeah it, I'm was, the- it played on my heartstrings you know, I did, dude. I was like, man, oh, I can well, suck right line, he's, a, he's a hero? Yes. The chef literally tells him, he's like, you take my art and turn it to shit. <laughs> you take my art and you turn it into shit. Dude. It's like this guy who used to say, you're going to learn how to cook foie gras or you're going to have to break your legs. You're going to break your legs. It's like, uh, okay. Okay, I'm in a different world now. Dude, now, now it's so different. Now it's all these jaded chefs that came together with this one mission of something that used to bring them joy. Now it brings them absolute misery that they've they've lost their minds. Yeah, but don't you think that's a? It should be more of a documentary in reality. But it is reality. That's the thing. It's yeah. like people watch this movie like it's fantasy. I'm I like, need to like, I don't know, bro. to the general public, it's a movie. 
It's a documentary with trauma. Right, it's PTSD and the kids, you're like, watching <laughs> things happen. Well, it's, and I, it's, I think it's like a viewpoint thing. Like, my, everywhere I work, they've always asked me to describe my job, and they always get angry when I tell them that I sling groceries. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, dude, I buy it in, I cut it with other stuff, and I mark it up 10 times the price. I'm basically a drug dealer. With drug dealer, food, food dealer. <laughs> sling yeah. groceries, dude. What does that mean? <laughs> Dude, I cut it. Yeah, Chopping up groceries. I like yeah. that. It just takes up a lot. It takes a lot longer. Yeah, well, people are too lazy to do it themselves anyway. Dude. You know what I, I still don't like? Like, people, you know, we have all, like, these ridiculous outside-the-box ideas on how to grow business. Right. And people still come up with, like, that blue apron thing of, like, well, we're going to give them raw, prepackaged raw. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, either give them stuff that's done. Right. Finish like, the whole Why way. are we sending a quarter of a shallot, two chicken breasts? Son of a bitch, i shallot. Yeah, like, just make the sauce. It's uh, kind of like, I guess it helps people dive into their fear of cooking. And it's like, how much more are you going to do for somebody? Though, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how much more can you do for somebody until you actually just do it for them? Yeah, you just, yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, all right. Or just go to Quidobo or go to, you know, just right. Fuddruckers yeah. or wherever these buckets. Cook your own food by pointing out what you want and then the person builds it yeah. for your hands to you. I, I think those services aren't really for people who want to cook. It's more for people who want to be able to tell other people that they cook. That's true. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hear you. I'm like, because it's, 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 it's more. Like, you never, like, the people who actually just meal prep them with that, they never talk about it unless you specifically ask them, like, hey, what's your, like, cooking routine at the house? Right. But these people who get these blue apron and stuff, they'll just drop and, like, come into a conversation and be like, oh, man, I cooked this, like, amazing chicken dish the other night. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. This, um, because even, like, those eat clean bros and, like, yes, the, yeah, the meal. Jersey, yeah, that's the start of there. A lot of those meal prep places, it's really so you're not overeating too right or you are eating enough like some right. people I, I don't know what kind of fucking disease they have but the people who don't eat enough <laughs> that they have to be reminded that you gotta god, eat again god bless you dude i'm always starving bro that's not my problem if anything i could so i can overeat if i don't actually check what i'm eating i bounce back and forth for the so bad there's days where i work or like get sucked into playing video games doing all this like work around the house doing all stuff and at the end of the day, I'm tracking my food now, and I'm like, I'm at 900 calories for the day. And then there's days where, I, I guess it's just days where I have nothing to do, and I'm just chilling in the house. At the end of the day, I'm looking at it, I'm like, eight, 7,000 calories today. <laughs> <laughs> I had two Thanksgiving dinners today, yeah. all at the same time, from 7 o'clock to 8.30. And it's like, I feel like I've maintained this is a steady right. 26 or something, be good. Yeah, dude. Well, that's like the whole thing that the 75 hard was about is like the whole consistency of like the water intake mm. and the two 45 minute workouts. Yeah. And just, I mean, the it water literally could hard. just be going like, you know, circling yeah. your arms. It's just, it's almost like just getting your uh, head and body in the rhythm of always it's repetition and like with a purpose. Like drinking the water was hard. Lamb, you try drinking a gallon of water a day. Just you just gotta try. It. That's the that's, that's the weirdest thing. That that's the hardest part. It is for it's, a lot of people. I would always catch me at too late at night. Like it's, it's definitely a mental thing too, because like I can drink 
six, seven pints of beer, not even think about it. Right. Six, seven pints yeah. of water, and I'm like, what am I doing? Dude, why am I drowning myself? Yeah. And then you're just like, <laughs> crack three beers, you know. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's like, oh, don't drink. Drinking a half a gallon of water is bad for you. It's it's bad for you. Don't do that. Like, you'll, you'll flush out your nutrients. Meanwhile, they'll drink two bottles of wine in a day. You know, and then like half a gallon of orange juice. It's like, bro, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, orange juice. Your teeth are going to rot out like a <laughs> acid bath to your face. But like, like we, I think we talked about this before, but the water intake, especially early on, if you don't monitor it throughout the day, yeah, you have to do 64 ounces at 8 o'clock at night, you are Dude. miserable. Dude, you're waking up pissing. Dude, but not even on the hour. But you're waking up to to a fire hose. Like it's like you gotta go. It's coming and it's not if you don't get there, it's gonna get there for you. I've you never know? I've never done this in my life before this you're right. this program. Pulling off the road. Like obviously I'm driving, so like <laughs> not drinking alcohol, <laughs> but pulling off the road on like right. highways <laughs> to go piss in the in the woods real quick. Yep. It's like I'm I'm 20 minutes away from home. No. This is not going to happen. Dude. I got I got barely a minute left in me. Dude, that is funny. <laughs> no good. Man, I tell you what, I like that beer, though. That was pretty Yeah, cool. these two beers have been... All right. Dude, two for but, two. But you did say you didn't like sours. So that's the next beer coming up. No, no. Let's do it, man. Let's see what's but up. But that is one of my favorite. Legion Brewery? Yeah, yeah Legion's Legion one of my favorite. This is a cherry lemon... Sour ale. Dude, brewed and canned by Legion Brewery Local. Charlotte. Well, Legion Carolina. does. Uh, yeah. Legion does uh, Juicy J. Yeah, they had Juicy J. I didn't buy that because I know you'd like it. I was like, no. We need no, some excitement. He yeah. He <laughs> so far, like, the color is a very dark rosé kind of. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of fucking cups are these? Dude, these cups are mad expensive, though. No. Yeah, and the, you can't use them because they have a different fresh vibes. Yeah, what is a fresh vibe? Is it like a local juice spot or what? I don't know. I think it's someplace in uh, Florida. It's the paper company that we use is. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you just found these on the side of the road. It's cool. Right. No, these I took from work. Because you said that you hated the most. You get the glass of the ball center. Right, <laughs> That's it, dude. I'm excited. Let's take this one slow, right? Like, let's get, to, right. get the nose on Cheers. here. Cheers. Let's do it like professionals. Dude, yeah. It's about the lemonade. And then smash the cans. Dude, smash not. the cans on our head after. Tastes like lemonade. With no sugar. <laughs> Alright, so this is oh. not the worst sour I've ever had. It's still sour, so I still don't like it. It's pretty sour, fuck. <laughs> so you raw rhubarb. 4.7%. <laughs> <laughs> it's the color of like juiced rhubarb. Like, if you're a sour person, I'm pretty sure you'd love this. Like, this is great. Like, dude, I, who are these people, though? Like, dude, like, this this is stinging my gums right now. It's like I'm all about uh, sour candy, but some like some sour beers just are kind of weird. It's like, just probably a little, just a little bit too weird. Legion Brewery makes amazing beers, amazing stuff. It's, it's a if you like it or you don't kind of beer. Not a fan of sours. I'd go as far as to say this is one of the better sours I've ever had. I still hate it. I feel like if it's a bit more alcoholic and it cuts a little bit back on sour, it'd be perfect. Lamb, hear me out. You dropped a cherry starburst <laughs> in a bottle of real squeezed lemon juice. You know, the green bottle with the yellow cap. 
of lemon juice, but then you dropped a couple of the red starbursts in there, shook them up, let them dissolve, and then drank it. Here we go. <laughs> Put a splash of cherry vita. Oh, I'm, okay. Yeah. All right, we're doing, we're doing a beer cocktail yeah. right now. Because this almost tastes like a kombucha. Because this should get just a little bit of sweetness that it needs. Right, because sours are supposed to be, I'm actually talking out of my ass, I probably am. They're What's supposed that? to be sour, obviously. Genius. What's that beer? But there's a balance, right? Oh. oh. What's that beer that, um, I wish I had. Oh, bro. Friggin' note for me. Sets it off. Bro. So, that this is, is mead is with nice. the. So, now it's that passion fruit, pineapple mead that Lamb made. Oh, yeah, that's gorgeous. Right? So, that's like a beer cocktail now. Have you guys ever had this beer that comes from the same plant? The, uh, as a tequila. Agave, agave beer. Yeah. I've had a few different agave. What's that called? Speak, speaking of cocktail, I don't know how true the story is, but I recently Enlighten us, Liv. I recently learned that the word cocktail comes from cocking your tail, right? So so it goes like way back. Like back in the day when when drinks were first like mixed drinks were first happening, everything was just water because they didn't have ice, it was just water, sugar, and then the the, right, it was the old liquor. school right way of making slings, like the, what we call shots now. Right. And bitters were only used for people because they were drinking slings nonstop. They're just drinking shots, so people were like drunk all the time, always hangovers. Right, yeah. Bitters was a treatment for hangovers. It was like an herbal. Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah. And, and then, so they're taking in the morning, but then people will get, they couldn't really do bitters straight, so they, they mix it. With a sling, so the bitter sling. Okay. And they're dropping knowledge hard right now. Dude. Yeah. So, so, the, so the bitters, and it, it come somehow got referred to like um, on at a horse track. They buy horse by letting them run around the track, and people look like it's the tail up. Is this horse running well? Right. Right. <laughs> Buckle visible. And you know, there's, 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 there's a slang. For uh, them shoving a ginger root up the horse's butt, get it to perk its tail up and run. And it's called it's called cocking its tail. And so when people people are like, "Here, drink this and really cock your tail," and it's slowly short to, "Hey, drink this cocktail." <laughs> so cocktail is just a word for a horse's ass. <laughs> Does it have to be ginger? No, here we go. Is it peeled ginger? So it's like spicy, or is it? I, I, I don't know skin? the validity of this story, but it's like they just and like it's been floating around TikTok, it's been floating around Instagram. People have been talking about it. I gotta do like I gotta confirm some like facts on this. But apparently, it's just a knob of ginger that was shoved at the horse's butt. Wait, so yeah, it's we like we should it, do that to you people. Sh- shove it in there so like it disappears. And it it's like really burning, and it's like. Ah. <laughs> but like, have like a line cook who stepped out of line. Right. Do me a favor. Grab a. Grab a thumb of ginger. Yeah, yeah. Really get the spoon. <laughs> Bend Roll over. it in cayenne. <laughs> Start moving faster. Roll let's it in go. cayenne. Dude, let's go. I guess, hey, give me that jalapeno. You chop the top off, and then you just right in there. Well, you do have, uh, I learned on Howard Stern, you do have taste buds in your uh, in your butt. In your butt. What are you tasting? Like, what? I don't know. That, that sweetness. That friggin' Richard, Richard Christie. Did Spicy. A, actually, he did a whole beer tasting. With an enema. Really? And he could taste the stout. He could taste right. the sour. He could taste like, the idea. It is taste thing. Like, they were just shooting Up his ass. Dude's ass. There, there was another whole bit where uh, they said that guys can taste stuff with their balls. 
where people were dipping their balls and stuff. No. And and, and that was the weird thing. What, like, what do you dip your ball in? Gravy? Well, like they're, Soup? They're, they're just dipping in like sugar and stuff like that. And sweet. Like, yeah. yeah but and then they'd be like, oh, I taste sugar. I'm like, do you? Or taste? Like you taste? You don't taste. It's sweet or it's like, like lemon juice. Like, I mean, dude, after a long day of contemplating, just dip your balls in like seltzer water for like refresh yourself. <laughs> uh, and and, and I'm, I'm watching all these videos people talk about them, like, ain't no way, because I'm like, you think about it when you're in the shower, you don't taste your soap. No. <laughs> you don't taste yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, ah. You smell it. I'll tell yeah. you what, though, like, when you eat some spicy fried chicken or like three spicy Chick fil A sandwiches or whatever, like, you, you burns, dude. You taste that spicy. All right. It's more of like you're registering a burn. Is that kind of what it is? Like it registers oh, like heat, heat yeah. spicy. Because you're not breaking spicy. that down as much. Right. That is so interesting. Like 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 corn. All right, guys, on the next episode, we're going to do uh, anal tasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure, I'll make sure uh, that's next week. No, I'll, I'll, I'll do some douches. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a moose douche. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. Oh my but, god, I forgot about that word for so long. Amuse bouche, dude. When was yeah. the last time you made an amuse bouche? Like 2008. <laughs> and oh. even even at the time, it was like, really? It rhymes with douche. Amuse douche. Yeah. yeah. A douche bouche. Um, what was I going to say? The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the kitchen courts, though. Yeah. I think I already told this story. But I'll just rehash it real quick. You know how, like, we do everything in court containers. Yeah. So you get your beer, you know, your end-of-shift beer. Obviously, right. you don't want it to break on the line while you're right. scrubbing just, down. So, the, you know, you get it in courts. Right. And then we progressively did a better job. So then we started getting... The doubles. Like, drinks. Right. In courts. <laughs> so one night, I started drinking... I told this story about seeing this old chef, but sure. I started drinking dark and storm. I, I would get a dark and stormy for my ride home. And I ended up seeing this guy and I ended up staying. So like, you want another? I'm like, sure. So I had it. And the other bartender like looked at me. She's like, is that your second one? I'm like, yeah. She's like, that was like a whole bottle of rum. <laughs> and it all like hit at once where I'm like, oh my God. And I like I couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up with tire tracks or the the bicycle. Oh, the bicycle story! Did you get blasted? You? <laughs> yeah, listen back to episode. I think that's episode two or three. Dude, and it's like I reminded the chefs where I wouldn't be driving a company vehicles, so I was just a passenger, and the guests were at like parties and stuff like that. I was right. like, drink, drink. This is when you worked for uh, something classic, which you didn't work for them, but we'll say something classic. <laughs> And uh, it, was all, it was always stuff like we'll be casually drinking throughout the shift. And at the end of the shift, it was like, all right, go on, look bad and waste drinks. It was like, chug whatever you're doing, you're drinking at the time and go. And it would always be like the nastiest drink. The nastiest drink. Like, I would be maybe a third of the way through like a hop drop or something. And it's like, all right, chug that <laughs> hop drop, let's go. <laughs> this is at our place where we all met. No, no, oh, no. There's another spot. No, that, well, when I came back, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. You had fun. We never had fun. Not the first time. We had fun with each other. We 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 had fun knowing that each of us were suffering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were both suffering equally. 
Brothers and uh, brothers in dismay. They dismayed. It was like trench warfare again. Oh my god! It's definitely not spiral into like the craziness. You're ending the night dipping cookies and the stout beer and stuff. Right. I saw one of the line cooks start dipping. He was drunk as shit. He had like uh, he thought that they were all like just regular beers. Right. He had probably three or four quarts of. Uh, was it IPA? Yeah, there's IPA, so it's like strong. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, it was a Taddy Porter, so oh. it's super strong. So this kid, this kid starts eating the donut. You know, at the end of the night, the donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up for grabs because they have to make fresh the next day. Gee, hell yeah. He started dipping good. the donuts in balsamic vinaigrette. Oh. Because he thought it was a chocolate sauce. It was eating him. Just it's crushing them. He's like, so good way, so good way. And I'm like, <laughs> bro. I'm like, Memo, like, bro. Dude, no, dude. You're, you're eating salad dressing. He's gonna ah, puke. you fucking crazy. You're going to puke. Oh, no. Cabez on, you crazy, you crazy. I'm like, you, I'm like, look. I have like the tape. Balsami. Dude, that's. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> then he goes you after you show. Oh, I fucking drive him home that night. That's like the, uh, you guys ever had the Miracle Berry? Oh, that weird thing. It's like if it's sour, it tastes sweet. Yeah, like Bullock should taste buzz. And it will make sour stuff taste sweet, better stuff taste meaty. Oh, yeah. What it, but it's a it's a pill, right, that you take? Uh, it's, a pill, it's, a, it's a berry, but they sell it in pill form. They, like, dry the berries and crush it crush up. Crush it up so it dissolves quicker and coats your tongue quicker. Because all it really is is it's coating and blocking these t- taste buds. So when I was in college for culinary school, we bought a couple of blister packs, like 12 pills in each pack. And we're, you know, we just messed around tasting stuff. But one of my friends got really into it. He's like, man, these lemons do taste like lemonade, all these pills. And he's eating a whole lemon. Because it tastes <laughs> Biting like, the, the rind and everything? Yeah, because it just tastes oh like God. sweet lemonade because of the pill. Oh, my like, God. Like, I get that it tastes sweet in your mouth, but your stomach is going to stop. Screaming right now. What does that do to you? I was just got to clear you out, right? I mean, it probably sucks. It's just so acidic. It must have such bad heartburn. Yeah, Can you get a uh, ulcer Ulcer from that? Lime juice for sure. Prolong, I say yeah, but I think it's just more like it triggered this the worst kind of like acid reflux growing up. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I know you, we, you touched on this earlier. We talked about uh, Fourth of July uh, and fireworks. Uh, we talked about fireworks, and uh, I want to make sure while we have you here that you tell that story. You know, from your point of view, like the whole Fourth of July and kind of like how many people you had over, what so, we were doing, and Chris, you're gonna laugh, dude. This was insane. So out of the out of the group, I'm the only one who isn't born in the U.S. And I would not say that I'm patriotic at all. I celebrate Fourth of July for a whole lot of reason, but I like having a nice party on Fourth of July. And this is the year where I had just gotten a above ground pool, just built a, a fire pit, and I went that sock out of bottom. So your fire out. pit could fit pallets. Yeah, like old pallets. Oh, nice. You built so it out of cinder blocks, dude. This thing was legit. And uh, so I went sock out and bought a bunch of fireworks. <laughs> what I didn't know is if you launch fireworks and you don't have a solid base that under it, no. it kicks downward so hard to shoot itself up. It won't fully travel up the full distance. So these fireworks maybe cleared my rooftop and I started blowing up. These were like Macy's Day Parade wars. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, these were uh, only going off at like more, 20 feet. Going off 20 feet off the ground. More, dude, right like now. explosions. These How deep do you have to dig them in? Everyone was drunk. They were running around screaming. It looked like they had war flashbacks before they had never been in. I had one guy just like ran and just dived up past us. He slammed us beside the pool. He made it over into the water. He slammed ran into the pool. And, That's and, great. And the whole time, I'm thinking to myself, I didn't level the ground. This pool's going to fall over at any point. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so you just put the whole thing in yourself? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, you set up the pool, filled it up, dude. And there was, when these fireworks were blowing up, you know how the explosion, all like the colors are burning? So it's like these sh- laser beam shots of green, red, yellow, and everything flying past you. Like as you're running, it's exploding behind you and coming past you. <laughs> and, like, and, and like you can see the moment it swallows from people being drunk. And dude, like it it swallows that whole like, dude. Fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like this, this is going wrong. Yeah, that's the stuff. The amount of debris when the debris hit you, it was hitting you like it was, it was like, like shrapnel. Yeah. Like, Oh my god! Like, like it was all like the, the, the whatever the casings, the, casing, the plastics, the little balls that when they burn up, they were hitting you. It was like hail. It was like Jesus hail Christ. in his backyard, and we did it for probably two hours. Yeah, and just kept lighting <laughs> them up. It was the same year, also almost like that because he got the like really the red paper wrap poppers that we throw. It sounds like a firecracker. I was like, hey, I wanted it to go off when I snapped, and I held one two feet from my face and two of my friends, and I snapped it, and, like, I I heard ringing for, like, three minutes, and it was, like, right after that, it was a Roman candle fight. I just did not like it. There was, like, a Roman five of us. There was a Roman candle fight. There was, like, five of us, and we each had Roman candles, small ones, right? And like, and we we're supposed I'm, to aim at each. I'm lighting mine off a tiki torch, and it's not lighting, so I'm standing there. Everyone's by, glasses walked right in my face. Holy shit! We were standing away from each other, but every lamp was the only one still trying to light it. And there was a bunch of us that already lit, and we're all aiming at lamp. <laughs> like it was trying, all the balls are coming at him. <laughs> at your own party. Dude, yeah. it's dude. But, but, all but, but, but it was always a wild time. That we did ribs, we did birds, we did hot dogs, yeah. sausages, brats, oh, did, a, did a crawfish boil. It was crazy. Hell yeah, dude! It was nuts, dude. It was so much fireworks. I drank like half a bottle of the peanut butter whiskey. I was trying to sleep. Oh, that stuff is good. Yeah, that stuff is passed good. out on the grass. Oh my god! The only thing about here is it's like hot as shit during Fourth of July. Like it's hot, dude. Like tank tops and underwear. That's yeah. it. Like it's roasted. But like, also like what you were talking about before, you got to be drinking waters in between somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> so it's gonna be a to. rough. I was drowning like three times that day. Yeah, in your own pool. Yeah, I got tackled into the pools. I'm like under the water. Is that when people throw cans of beer in the balcony? Like cannons, dude. As soon as I made it up, people were lobbing cans of beers into the pool. People in the pool. And I was just like, the cans are coming in. And you you know in the movies when the actors are underwater and the bullets are coming through? Yeah, they're coming through the water. It's just like cans of beer shooting past my face. (laughs) But when you were above water, you couldn't see them because it was... Because it's too dark. They're throwing it from a balcony. So the disappear light is behind them. So when you look at them, you see a bright light. It disappears light. until the beer is like over here. And then it's just like... <laughs> just splashing. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, that was crazy, dude. The tabacho. I will say, this yes. last beer sucks. Dude, last beer. <laughs> Is that this one? It's, yeah. So, what's the last beer? Um, honey Amber Ale. Blowing Rocks Honey Amber Ale. Mel Electricum. Yeah. No, Electrum. Not Electricum. <laughs> it's a 6.9%. I'm not Damn. feeling this. I'm not feeling this. No. Doesn't it? It's pretty rough. And it's very... It's brewing Hickory, North Carolina. Weird. You know what it is? It, I am, though. It's not warm, but it tastes like Bad. warm beer. Yeah. Right? Like flat. Oof. Yeah. Just Hickory, North Carolina. Honey in a glass. Oh, they should stick to one shot. They're not killing it with the beer game right now. I don't know. Deep. Not my favorite. Well, besides besides Charlotte, it's Asheville, right? Uh, and that's it. Yeah. In the uh, in the craft beer game, there's some good stuff out of Kansas City with like Boulevard, sure, <coughs> brewery. Um, I think, uh, Raleigh's trying to get something going, but I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, I'm surprised Raleigh does not have a huge beer scene. Maybe they do, do they? They have no. so they have a not beer like scene, but they're not, not brewing yeah. at all. They right. just have like a beer called. And not like here. They move from Asheville to Charlotte. So like Asheville's still huge, and then like, Charlotte is insane. But by well, me, Ash- Asheville, like per like there's more breweries. Per resident. Here. There's three yeah. re- the three breweries per resident in Asheville. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. But like even um like out by Boone, by Upstate. Yeah, there's a couple out there, but they're not. They're like very touch and go. You right. know, like I don't think that they would ship to like a Harris Teeter or something like that. Right. I mean, if you look at a Harris Teeter, that you've made it. Like yeah. Legion Brewing, Nota Brewery, Bird Songs, and there. Even my guy at Sycamore, uh, Devil's Logic. Yeah, they're in there now. Fish is good, but he he got the brewer from. From Asheville, from uh, Wicked Weed, definitely. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this last one. Not feeling it. Not my favorite. So I, li- I like the sour. You laid them out right. This one. Huh? Yeah, you did. You laid them out right. Yeah. Yep. It's just not not feeling that one. So I guess that's rating wise from the beer that you would drink again to beer. Well, we already know all three. All of us are not drinking this thing again. Yeah. That's out. That's out. So yeah. The electricum. I like the rewind lager. I'd have that again. Right. And then I'd have the the, the stout. chai. The chai stout. Yeah. I think chai stout was my favorite out of all. Yeah, it was good. I was surprised. That's the one I saw. I looked at. It, I laughed. I just mean this is like a good, great, yeah. regular beer. Yeah. It was like <clears throat> the chai stout. The sour cherry. Yeah, I still taste it. Yeah. I still taste that sour cherry. Sour cherry on its own, definitely get in third place. But with the mead, definitely second. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's cool. fair enough. Yeah. Damn. No, that's good. I mean, I feel like we need to put a little whiskey in with this. <laughs> if Hell you're yeah. down for that. All I got is uh, Bacardi. Oh, Bacardi. I mean, no Bacardi's in. Yeah, let's do finish over Bacardi's and Coke. Why not? Run it over. Just jam out with that. The way. There's all good things come to an end with. Bacardi party. It's Bacardi party. That's it. Oh, so that's cool. I mean, cool. Do a little beer tasting, mixing some funny stories that we've had with beer. Yeah, I remember this one time, dude. I was playing. I was playing beer pong with my brother, a great friend, and uh, you know, Liddy. We're in my edition. We're playing, playing beer pong, and it's like towards the end of the end of like this really heated, intense match, right? 
I have like two cups on the table. They had one cup on the table. I caught a bounce back, right? Like I hit their cup and I grabbed that bounce back. And the rules of the bounce back was you had to throw the ball behind your back into the cup. And if you did, that's the only way you can uh, throw if you catch a bounce back. So I'm like, okay, no problem, whatever. So I'm standing by on the table, you know, at the head of the table on my side. I'm looking back. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I throw the ball, swoosh right in the fucking cup, dude. Right in the cup. This guy, one of my buddies, he ran out of the room screaming. <laughs> he ran out of there pissed, dude, screaming, running around in the dark. Just just running around blind in the dark, dude. Because he was so like blown away of like how the hell did you pull that off? That's another uh, very controversial beer topic, is the different the different regional rules of beer pong. Oh dude, it, honestly the best way to play is house rules. Set those rules before the game starts. This is what's gonna be playing ten cup, you know, like how you gonna play, okay. Bouncing, yes, acceptable. Uh, bounce backs, what are the rules? You know, that kind of thing. You know what sport I feel like is coming up now and I feel like it's gonna be very a drinking sport in about a year or two. What? Pickleball. Okay. How do you, how do you mix what pickleball's like what? Pickleball's basically tennis. So you play with this cap this racket that looks like an oversized ping pong paddle. Looks like a pickle. And you play and uh, the ball that you're playing with is much lighter than a tennis ball. That's and right. You're playing on a court that's like a third of the size. It's a third of a size, right. How are you gonna mix booze into that though? I like, like beers. You, get, you play hammered, what he's saying. Yeah, like I feel like people are gonna start playing as drunk because it's a very entry sport. Oh, I got it. Tell us the time that you were hammered, bro. Give me like one time that you were just like really jammed up. If you remember a time, it was at uh, one of our favorite places where we have our company meetings at Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> company meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Research and development. R&D. Thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. That's one of the. It was one of the few times I left my car, my car there. That was Paul's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Uber. Uh, I was puked in the Uber. <laughs> I had because the, of the smell of the Uber. I had the, it wasn't because I, I was Uber. I was Ubering with one of my boys, Matt. We had to pull the Uber over so you throw up on the side of the highway. Jeez, uh, so nice. I did not get hit with that fine. <laughs> All right, so it was a pretty so, rough ending. I, uh, so, so it started off pretty chill. the worst chill. hangover I've ever had in my life, by the way. Pretty, pretty chill. Company meeting, pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, company meeting, pretty chill. Twin Peaks, Wings. Peaks. Wings. We didn't eat. We barely ate, right? We barely ate because I, was the, I think that was the same night you got that rotten shrimp. That rotten shrimp from yeah. them, dude. All right, so I ordered, it was Tennessee style or something like spicy Tennessee. And they brought it out. It was these chopped up dill pickles or something on like fried shrimp. And I was like, oh, dude, it's going to be so great. They brought it over, sat in front of me, and everyone was looking at me. You're like. Because it smelled like a grease trap. Like, dude, it was bad, bro. It, it was, smelled like bad deep fryer. It was foul. Yeah. No, like stench, though. Like funky socks. <laughs> oh. Right? And, and we're all like, looking at each other. And at this point, Paul had already drank a lot. So I took a bite, and I basically spit my bite out back onto the plate. I'm like, yo, this is bad. And Paul's like, I already, it, so he's I already swallowed, swallowed it. I already oh, swallowed like, that piece. He, he saw me spit. I was like, no. You can see it in his eye. Like, what did I do? No. Why did I do this to myself? No, and I just I drowned the, the bacteria with alcohol. So That's the best way to do it. Back, dude. Yeah. And 
Yeah, so how'd it go for you, Liam? Like, what, just, just drinking? It was, it was that, and then every time someone would disappear, they'd come back and do like a round of shots or a bucket of beers or something. And then halfway through the night, we were like, all right, we gotta, we gotta walk it off a little. <laughs> so we ran and screamed like maniacs across the street to Dave and Buster's. And I also found out that night I can still hit every jackpot in that place drunk. <laughs> I got in a fight with an anthill. I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah like, like Liddy like punching the hill. Liddy like stepped with flip flops or something next to an anthill and all ran up on know, him. You know, fire ants or whatever. Yeah. Huge hill and I just hovered over it. Dude, I just I laid the beat down. <laughs> <laughs> they start uh, climbing up your arm. Yeah, dude, I was just beating this shit out. I didn't feel nothing. Like dude, I was blasted. I think we put somebody in the shopping cart and ran across the parking lot with them. Yeah. Maybe it was my. And, and it wasn't a normal shopping cart. It was one of the kids one with the flag on it. Oh, nice! Right, yeah, this yeah, dude yeah. a full blown. Hold on, Mike. It. Mike from Tin fit in one of those. He didn't fit in it, but he was like on it, and I'm running full blast, dude. We got speed wobbles on that. I mean, he's, he's an in shape, good looking individual, but he's like six fucking four. <laughs> and he's long. A, no, he's a yeah. He does not. He doesn't fit in the fucking. My son barely would fit in that. He weighs like forty pounds. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's how rough that night got. Yeah, it was it was rough. So that's it. That was a rough time. See, aren't you glad that that there weren't like there wasn't evidence of this stuff? I mean, other than putting, <laughs> dude, I was puking <laughs> all day the next day, all day. Like I finished my night off with three double shots of Patron that people bought yeah. me, uh, back to back. Dude, I Liddy bought pizza. She ordered pizza with pepperoni pizza. I'm like, this is gonna be great. It's five o'clock now, right in the afternoon. I'm like, maybe I can eat something. <laughs> Dude, I took a few bites of it and immediately purged myself. Oh, from man. it was that bad of a hangover. My body was not happy. It was like probably some damage done there. And the, and the whole bit. time this happened, I worked the next morning. <laughs> Nice. You did. So, like a champ, see? Yeah, so yeah. I came into work still drunk because I didn't sleep enough to be hung over. Yeah, still awake. At the time, we were still, you know, sharing the kitchen with the church. I didn't have my keys. I didn't have my car. So <laughs> yeah. I walked through the front of the church Sunday morning. Nice. <laughs> oh, dude, like, Mass. You didn't have your car. You had nothing with you. Nothing. So I walked through the front of the church, walked through the entire building to get to the kitchen in the back of the church. Were you banging on the door? Were they going hummina, hummina, hummina? Well, it's like they were looking at me all weird because I looked like, like a bum. I looked like a bum and I rolled up in there. And You had an Uber there. You had an Uber. I came out of an Uber looking like this. You were the prostitute in church. Yeah. That's what it is, the harlot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I rolled through the main church and then used to share this church with like a Korean kind of like Catholic Gathering. The same one now? Uh, yeah. No. Did we park that the other day? So, like, the Korean church isn't there anymore, but it's still just the regular Baptist church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, the Korean was, the church was holding their service right next to the kitchen. Oh, I got so, you. So, I walked through the regular Baptist service, walked through the Korean service, and I'm standing there jimmying the door with a, <laughs> a butter knife. <laughs> oh my god! And they're watching you learning how to do. It. Oh my god! Jimmying <laughs> <laughs> a butter knife <laughs> to break in. So to unlock a double swinging door, and there was like this lock. But if you were able to put the knife through and pull it towards you, to unlock the door. <laughs> yeah. So Lamb's doing that. And everyone's watching. I'm like, all right, how are we gonna do this so we can get ice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was great. Oh, like that's pretty funny, dude. That's pretty rough. 
So, and then went in, bust that out. And the, the most awkward thing was I got an Uber from there to Twin Peaks. So the guy was like, because he picked me up from the front of the church. And he's like, church service is let out. You're going back to Twin Peaks? It's like, like, like confessing and back to sinning type situation. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, and I, I'm like, no, nah, bro, I said last night, my car's still there. I'm just trying to I have, Dude, I have the luckiest drunken story that I think I couldn't, like, this doesn't happen. It happened for a reason, whatever it was. But I think it was my buddy Sal, his bachelor party in Vegas, right? It was, yeah, it was Sal. Um, I was completely shit-faced in the morning. I woke up. Like, oh, why did I get such an early flight? Right? And I shared the room with one of my buddies, and I was like, I had to leave first, and I was just going to go catch a cab, go to the airport, get on my flight. Gathering all my shit. Dude. I'm like half asleep. He's still fucked up. He's looking at me like this. Like a zombie. I'm like, all right, dude, hold on. I started to wake you up, bro, whatever. I'll see you later, man, bro. You know, I love you. Listen to that. Great time. Gathering all my shit. Get downstairs. I get a cab. Kiosk calls me a cab. Cab, and I'm going to the airport. I'm like, cool. Get the cab. Right, I have my phone, me and my wallet. I'm like, no, I'm like, oh my god, I don't have my wallet. <laughs> I'm in the cab, I'm almost at the airport, and I don't have my wallet. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, I just because in the morning I just threw my jeans on. Right, I had my phone. And I realized like we were at a, we were at this club last night. We were in a our club towel. So you know, so this cow, you know, marshmallow was playing, whatever. Like I didn't bring my wallet on purpose. And then I'm like, where did I fucking... I didn't lose my wallet because I didn't have it with me when I was there. I'm like, why do I want to have it now? I reached into my pockets. I have my driver's license and a credit card in my pocket because we went to the club. And I was like, holy shit. So I was still able to get into the airport, On get the through plane. TSA, show them my driver's license. I was still able to get in, got to my gate <laughs> as they were opening it to start boarding people. So imagine that. Like, there was no time to turn around. And my buddy texted me, he's like, hey, man, you left your wallet. I left it in the safe. Dude, but imagine the stress, like, the stress. Like, I'm boarding oh a plane. I have my driver's license in my pocket. And this is this is post. This is after just 9-11 and all that. So oh, yeah. Dude, I was not getting through. Like, oh, yeah, I, it was screwed. all digital. I had a digital ticket on my phone. My phone, too, was at, like, 10%. <laughs> I was like, dude, this, this was a miracle. Like, I sat down on the plane, and I was like, this can't ever happen again. I'll tell you what, man. Since 9-11, there hasn't been a single time where I've flown where I didn't get pulled aside. Like, I, I would make a joke about it because the first two times after I got pulled aside and I'll post stuff on, like, Instagram and stuff. Like, right. If only these my, listeners like, see you, bro. randomly selected and then the next picture is me in the room with them questioning me every time. In a different room? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. Well, I think I've been known to that more often. I'm Vietnamese. Wait, why? But I don't look Vietnamese. I look very ethnically just like blank. So people can't tell what I am. Yeah, that's true. You can be some white uh, dude or whatever. Vietnamese dude. You can be a little Spanish, Ecuadorian. There's been some uh, more, I guess, funny incidents recently. Like I was, I was doing an event. I was a chef at the event. We're doing a play at it. And one of the server comes up to me and she's like, she, I don't I don't know what was going on in her mind. She was like, I guess because I wasn't talking to anyone, they just assumed that I didn't speak English that well. She comes, she comes up to me and she's like, it's okay, I speak Spanish. And I looked at her right now and I'm like, that's cool. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and just, 
just like the look in her eyes of like my life is over. I myself in front of everybody. Dude, it's funny. Dude. It's funny you bring that up because one of one of the greatest like regrets I could ever have in a restaurant was we were like crazy full service, like like Christmas. It's probably like right around now, like. December 20th to December 23rd, every day was a murder scene. It was just like a lot to keep up with. And there was this waitress, or this one server who was working there. She was sort of new, but she had been there for like, I don't know, like a week, 10 days or to a week. And she was starting to work on her own. But I didn't, I was a sous chef at the time and I didn't really have any interaction with her. Right. And I... <laughs> I walked over to her. I was like so frantic, getting screamed at by like the chef, getting screamed at by like <laughs> everybody's screaming well, at you. Everybody's screaming like, "Where's this? Where's that? Oh my god! How do I make the bechamel?" Like blah blah. blah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I like looked at her, and I tried to say, I was trying to say in my awful Spanish, and it was even worse back then at the time. We got to understand too. Everybody was Spanish there. Yeah. Like, uh, habla, habla. A frio, habla fr and she's staring at me like even like more confused. I'm like, habla frio, uh, grande platico, but could someone please fucking explain? I need, I need the oyster, the oyster platter for ice. Yeah, yeah. And I like walked away, and I could just hear the back, back of my ear. Her go. I'm from fucking like Metuchen. <laughs> like I'm not Spanish at all, and I'm like. God, I feel so fucking bad. <laughs> I think I don't think I, I don't think I talked to her until like March. Oh my god! And I saw her out. Were you like, like hey, I gotta apologize to you when I'm everybody sorry. was like out drinking? I, I like walked right up to her and I'm like, listen. She's like, what? I'm like, listen. I'm not. Before anything gets too weird tonight, I'm like, I remember what I did. I'm like, that was one of the most embarrassing things ever. She's like, oh, I forgot about it. I'm like, no, there's no fucking way she did. She you thought I was the biggest it. fucking asshole. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, but you know what? You got some, you got some, you know, Stugats. So I feel bad for you, like, but I also, like, know that that person probably yeah. feels like two, like two fucking cents. Oh, that's well, so it's just, the way that it's been happening more and more, it's like, right now, I'm wearing a shirt that says on it, right? Right, yeah. I was not wearing this earlier. Okay. What happened? What girl did you steal that from, Lamb? I know that's not on your shirt. I went to Dollar Tree to buy wrapping paper for a Secret Santa thing mom. And the girl was checking me out. She like finished checking everything. And she it's a it says like happy holidays, Merry Christmas. She looks at me and she's like, Police Navi Duck? Like it's like a question. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm Vietnamese. And she's like, uh uh like, Merry Christmas. He's like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Like, your name is very, it's clear what, nobody knows your name. No, 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 no. So, so, so that's the thing, though. They'll see the name, they'll see the last name, they're like, all right, this dude, has got a Vietnamese name. And they'll look up where they think my eye level will be, and they'll be staring at my chest, and they'll look up, and oh, shit. All right, step aside, sir. <laughs> oh, like, they think it's, like, fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't, you don't have to be. 
You know, I like my boy. No, no, it's like I get it. I'm a like, foot, I'm a foot taller than like every other Vietnamese person I know. And every other North American lad, yeah. like five, six, six, six or whatever you are, dude. Like, every time I, I hug you, like my, I can feel like the top of my head hit your shoulder. <laughs> I remember the first time flying after then. We bought our tickets like two days before because we were college idiots flying yeah. to San Francisco. That must have been fun, dude. Oh my god, is it? Yeah, it was a tremendous trip, but uh, they pulled us out. Right, the three of us every time, and the three because you're giggling or shit like that. No, 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 because it was like the rule. Like if you bought your ticket, like here's all the people we're pulling out. You know what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh, three little white preppy dorks, or you know. Maybe they just okay. They pulled them out because you guys bought your tickets two days ago. Do you understand why you're doing this or doing that? Like, but yeah. then, you know, if you had, if you looked Middle Eastern, they were automatically pulling, yes. you know, those, those individuals out. To, right. Like it, they were pulling out anybody. Dude. Oh. But <laughs> I just remember being like, scam me, do what, do whatever you want. Right. Like, you know. Dude, probe me. Probe me. Him too. I want probing from him. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got there. So tore up on the on the plane, dude. Yeah, you're probably like, man, this is probably <coughs> on the plane. I had to pick my friends up. They were they were so hammered that they fell asleep in the baggage spindle. Oh my god, the carousel, yeah, the baggage plane. I had to pick them up out of it. <laughs> and the best part was, we went out that night to a really good restaurant. Right, it was tremendous. So we we wrote down like everybody wrote down. We didn't have, you know, flip phones or whatever. No, all right. I still wrote, do that. I still write shit down on paper in my hands. Man. Wrote down the hotel uh, room number on right. the card. So we're like, we got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah. Hammer coming back to the room. It's not working. It's not working. Banging on the door. All of a sudden you hear, Yo, you, you motherfuckers got a problem. Like, there's somebody in our room. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so we're like. This is our room. It's twenty seven forty one or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. It's like wrong hotel, motherfucker. And I looked. We look at the card. We were in like a Sheridan. <laughs> you were in like a. We were in like a, a like the Hyatt or whatever. Oh my god, dude. yo, that person's gonna remember that for the rest of their life. Oh my god, can you imagine though at, at three o'clock in the morning, get hearing uh, three idiots banging on your door, <laughs> going get out of our room. Uh, that, that happens a lot, like anime conventions and stuff. Does it? Because anime conventions that happen to you? have like five hotels. Really? Because so, oh yeah, tell them in Atlanta. Atlanta. So they'll have the main hotel, and then they'll have like these four that is a part of the blocks for the con. Yeah. And you always have the group of people who are like, all right, real party. It's room number three forty or something. But they they won't say they won't which, say what which hotel. Yeah, we saw. I saw. Did you go to the? The one this year in Atlanta? Uh, I didn't go to Dragon Con, but I went to Anime Weekend Atlanta. Because we went to go see Ghost in uh, oh, whatever that's called. Northern or Northern Atlanta. for uh, the, new, the new gas, the, the South Gas Arena. It was awesome. And then the next day we went into the city and did, uh, you know, oh, like. Was that around Labor Day? Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Con where they shut down the roads and they do the parade. Dude, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. And like the outfits were outrageous. The kids were loving it because they're seeing these people walk around. At first, my son's like, "What the fuck?" Like, 
there's like there's actual Yoda walking around, or actual you know Iron Man or Captain America, and then all of a sudden he started getting into it. He's like Spider Man, <laughs> but yeah, that that there had to have been eight blocks of people wrapped around going into that. Yeah, that, that's one of the definitely the bigger cons in Atlanta. I, mean, I think they're up to like six hotels as a part of this con. Six hotels just but all in the same area. Yeah. Not like, it's like in all different regions. Yeah. Shuttle distance. And just for this convention. Paul was saying that there's a lot of uh, a lot of hooking up at those. There there is, but it's also like I, that's not what I do at the at the cons. Because it's always this like awkward you like, don't want to, you, like, you, you hook up with a random girl who's, like, two, three states away. Yeah. But are people, like, actually, like, pretending to be in character? Is that, like... There, there are some people that's kind of weird. Yeah. I, it's, like, it, 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 role-playing is a big thing for some people. It's just not my thing. So, like, I feel weird about it. But it's, like, there's definitely people that get off on that. And they do that. <laughs> that, that would be... That's where they would like lose me if they started talking in like that, uh, like Ewok or whatever. I get. Well, for for me, I go to the the cons more for like I have friends who live in Indianapolis and they come down to Atlanta to go to the con, and it's like I, I see them maybe twice a year at conventions. No, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Because it's like part of like your community. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's people that you I stay knew. in touch with them though. Yeah, yeah, I stay in right, touch yeah. with them. It's people that I knew from when I used to live up north. And they come out to the con down here, and I see them, and they'll invite me. It's like, hey, if you ever up to up at the con right. there, we'll send you over to place to stay. Like, I made some friends out in uh, Louisiana, and they're like, you ever want to come through? Just like go hang out, do some food stuff. Like, just let us know. Like by New Orleans. Yeah. Nice, dude. Why? Why? Our real question: When are we going to Dragon Con? <laughs> if, if, if you if we can land a room for it, that's probably the biggest struggle with Dragon Con. Like the rooms right. are already booked. That's the that's the thing Maybe that I saw. Weekend. Yeah. Weekend, yeah. Drag that's Dragon Con where everyone's walking around half naked, you know. Because that's one you know, of the few conventions where there's certain areas that are just <laughs> twenty one plus. Right. Yeah, there's a couple like, hot princess ladies walking around there. They in Javas. You know, you get them all. I told you though, like that that fucking Coca Cola. Museum or whatever the fuck they had there. <laughs> I was so pissed off that we went there. So pissed off. Oh, you went to the Coca-Cola Museum? It's a it's a literally a forty eight minute commercial. Commercial. That's all it is. It's selling you something you've been consuming your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and do you want to see this? Speaking of that, drinking it right now. <laughs> no, it would be cool. But like that's what I like about the, a lot of these cons when they're like the the kids yeah. cons. It's kind of like. As an adult, you go in there, you're like, oh, whatever, you know. But when it's like 21 and over, you go into the bars, you get drinks, you feel like you're around adults, but Chug whatever it is. Chug along on an iced tea, staying up till two in the morning. Yeah, we were waiting to get to like this. So it was uh, uh, Liddy, myself, and Lamb at where was the what was the uh, building? This the Meridian. Yeah, I'm Meridian. Meridian slash Sheraton, I think that's what the two hotels are. Right. It was a, a con, right? Here. Yeah. 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 And okay. there was a burlesque show that you had to get online for. Okay. So we got we got online for it, right? <coughs> and I was, what is it? We, or something, we left for drinks. No, it was the rave. 
It was yeah. the rave. It wasn't the burlesque show that I wish I could go to. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it, um, it was the rave that uh, that they had over there. So I'm like, Lamb, where are you? And I think I was texting you or something like yeah. that. Because they, they wouldn't let you bring the drinks into the rave. So Lamb comes out. What's the point of doing that? There was a Long Island iced tea in like a 24-ounce cup. It was a huge, or whatever, it was a huge cup. I bring it over. He pounds the whole thing. Oh boy! Dude, yeah. pounds the whole thing. This was all booze. This would have been what the third Long Island two of the night because we, we were sipping on two before. Right. I'm like, motherfucker. But then you can't bring anything into the rave. No, no drinks in the rave or whatever it was. It was like this giant dance party with no drinks, and it was like, man comes out, he just chugs out. I'm like, dude. I, I'm like, lady, let's get in there and see what happens. <laughs> this guy's going oh, to get I got to tell you about your, your, our friend. Uh, I took, uh, I took my group out. Yeah. So it was like, uh, I don't know, what did I say? It's like the first 250 are on me. Yeah. Right. Gone in 30 seconds. <laughs> so gone in our 60 boy, seconds, dude, gone in 30 seconds. Our boy Shaq. We go up to the bar. I right. walk in. I like brought up a bunch of stuff to set up. Like we brought our own food. Yeah. That pins mechanical. Yeah. To set up a bunch of our food. Oh, I send it. Yeah. I send our or one guy who doesn't drink. I'm like, hey, can you do me a favor? I'm gonna start the tab. Can you go get the hot food? It's in my car. It's like, yeah, no right. Great guy. So I'm like, Shaq, come with me. Like, let's start the tab. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, I'll do uh, Carrie Fisher. I'm like, okay. Like Carrie Fisher and whatever I got. I turn around, I set up the tab. I'm like, listen, you know, this group tab's not gonna be uh just called Chef Chris. Um once it's at two fifty, cut it off, and then I'll tip you out, and then everybody can pay for herself. Yeah. She's like, Okay, I turn around, it's gone. I'm like, Shaq, you're gonna get your drink? He's like, Oh yeah, I need to get another one. He gets another one. Oh my god, Because they don't have that second bar open. It's yeah. just the initial yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah. He gets another one. We start walking. I like look, he's already he's one sip left. I'm like Shaq. He's a chugger like me. He, <laughs> he's by volume. Like ice everything. I mean, God bless him. And he looks he looks like very good. Like Yeah, yeah. Dude, right on, dude. That's awesome. But uh, that's good to hear. I love it when I hear He's that. like slimming and He's feeling good, right looking thing. like he's got some energy in his oh eyes, dude. Bro, the dude can fucking yeah. drink. Dude, no. And I'm like, so my favorite part, though, is I'm like, I forget how many drinks it was, but I'm like, yo, Shaq, you, you're all right, right? And he's yeah. like, this is nothing for me. I'm like, okay. Hey, like, well, sort of, hey bro, hey, hear me out. You, ain't, you don't need to impress me. No, but I'm like, know, I like, sort of believe him. I like, need you in the kitchen, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. No, no, no. I think try to flex right now. <laughs> I think this was like my wake up call, where it's like, oh man, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm. He's looking at you fine. like, man, bitch. All right, all right. I'm putting, I'm putting this out there. Put it out there, man. Does it stink? No. <laughs> so his roommates, they're on a rave New Year's night. You two gotta come over. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so they're renting this house, and I guess this is going to be the last year they rent the house. And they don't what are they it. renting? Well, they've been renting this house for like four years. Oh, the house where they live now. Where they live now. Okay. And I guess this is the last year they're going to rent the house, and they don't really care. Like, 
the neighbors don't like them anymore, <laughs> shit like that. And I, and I was telling them, I was talking to them like two or three weeks ago, because they normally host the New Year's party. And I was like, yo, y'all should just throw a rave. Fuck the neighbors. And, oh, just and, bring over some like massive so, speaker setup. <laughs> one of the one of the people living there currently works as a karaoke DJ that like bounces from bar to bar. Sure. So she has massive speakers. She has the laptop oh, and yeah. all the equipment. And I, and I was just, I was half joking, half serious. Like, you know, throw a rave, fuck your neighbors. <laughs> and I guess two or three days later, the one I was talking to. So it's her and her boyfriend that lives there currently. And right. She was, she was like talking to the other roommate. I was like, you know what? I think Lamb was joking, but let's do this rave. <laughs> you probably should tell your immediate neighbors just so they don't call the cops for oh, that. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's like it's like a perfect little neighborhood, and then like this frat, like it's a little okay, bit. Okay. It no. doesn't fit the neighborhood. Right? So so the one neighbor to one side. Perfectly cool. He's he's come to one of my Fourth of July party. He's like, Lamb's hanging like this. Why I know you're talking. Okay, so yeah. I'm hanging out with Lamb. <laughs> so he's chill. He'll be alright. The other neighbor gets on them just for the dumbest thing. So she's gonna be mad regardless. Yeah, she's like an old Betty. Oh really? So can I, you give her like a, a basket of squash and zucchini and keep her entertained? I don't know. So at the end of the day, they don't care what she thinks, and the front and the back neighbors are too far away to really even care. So I'm like, she's the only one they're going to make mad from doing this. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just like, all right, I'm in this if you guys are really down to do this. And That's pretty intense, dude. <laughs> we're talking full bar, mini kegs, everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> he, I got to be up at 7 a.m., dude. Uh, <laughs> he built, you know that, you know that pegboard at uh, Pins Mechanical? Pegboard? Yeah, it's like, like, uh, like, like, like the one you climb? Digital. No, it's like a you know that pegboard when you were a little kid and you could like make like almost like oh, that uh, like you put bright, bright, light. bright light bright light yes dude yeah, yeah so yeah, they have yeah. like a huge one there pegboard bro come on <laughs> bright light so he starts he takes all the crap out and we're like and he's getting like down on his knees and like like going over like the bottom and we're like, what the fuck is he doing? Like it's this is weird. Shit, dude. It's like a seance, dude. Should we leave? <laughs> so. After, like, he's, like, halfway done, we're like, what are you making? He's like, Super Mario Brothers. We're like, and, of course, Ronnie's like, yo, tell this motherfucker that doesn't look a thing like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> he's like, that looks more like a, a, a retarded flower. <laughs> and, you know, he's just riffing, right? Right, yeah, yeah. We're laughing the whole fucking, the whole time. So we leave. It's already, oh, they kick us out. Right. Because they have a they have a buyout coming in. Oh wow! What time was that? So at like seven o'clock. Oh, we got wow. there at like four. Oh okay. I want to. I just want to show you the picture. Anyway, I'm not. I'll pull it up in a minute. We leave. He's the only one there. I'm like halfway home. He sends this picture out to the group. It's the greatest piece of artwork of Super Mario you've ever seen. Like, like the box. Remember how like there's like the box, but then on the actual game that you put into the yeah. machine, there's that picture of them. Right. Yeah. John, it's like the. Or, it's like yeah, like this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, it's like yeah, this. Like that. Like holy it's shit. The sideways like jump. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> Man, so that's we're all like sending back like 
like love emojis. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Tell Ronnie, what's up? <laughs> and then I, I had to. I'm like, I'm like, Ronnie, what are you gonna say now? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, I still say we, he should have done the head first. <laughs> and then I would have known. <laughs> Dude, that's good, man. That's funny. I like that. That's pretty. The meat is tremendous, by the way. Yeah, dude. Lamb. Fantastic job. I had to pour, dude. That's a little time. Dude, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, think about wine bottles that age for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a long game for sure. And I think we should check out that new um, uh, Viking brewery that opened up. I think it's in Locust. There's a new brewery that opened up Where's that Marcus? is Viking themed. I guess they do a lot of mead, but on the walls, it's all battle axes and shields and armor. Nice. Yeah, and locust. And for me, that's probably probably about 25, 30 minutes. We should also check out, there's a distillery in, uh, I'm going to, I might screw it up. Nah, you're good, it's dude. It's definitely Math. I think it's Matthews, but it's right on the, it's like this house. It's on Shoot the, your shot, King. It's on the border of Matthews and Charlotte. It's called Oak Lord. And they oh. do vodka, bourbon. Uh, I know. I know. It's on a corner. They yeah. have a fire pit in the backyard. It looks like it's a nice row. It's Monroe. Monroe Row. Uh, 51. I know exactly what you're talking about. They have some very, very good stuff there. They have a huge yeah. fire pit in the back. Outdoor seating. Yeah. It looks like from the road. We should check yeah. that out. Yeah, man. We'll bring the gear over there and record over there. We should. Well, That'd be cool. I already asked uh, two people about that, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, if you don't mind the noise, I'm like, like half the time you could hear my kids in the background." So the right, Paul's like just like breathing, Lance farting, Paul's uh, farting. I don't even have a cough button for my my friggin'. We do. We'll put one in there. If you don't have, if you're not coughing by then, we'll we'll create a cough button. We'll just like put it in so everybody. <laughs> he right he now told us, man, let it all let it all ride. You gotta you gotta take a dump. Just go for it. Just go take a dump. Right. One of the mics with you, extra long cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? Paul, can you hear me? All What's right. Dude, <laughs> thunder? I don't think we recorded that one. It, I don't talk about it much. It was like, because I do the food, like I'm doing the food truck thing. My end goal is actually have almost like a uh, tavern guild hall kind of situation. Like where, guild? Like where people can post up stuff like, they're looking for a cook. They're looking for a chef. Look for a line cook, like an actual board, like yeah. it's just a hangout spot for industry people to come in, <laughs> have simple Dude. good food and beer. And oh hell yeah! Buzz Viking is the name of the place. They have one in Concord, but they I'll almost be like like the Indeed. Yeah, but of, like, but, but interact like yeah, like it's a spot that you go to where you hang out. Industry people are hanging out, and you can post up, you know. Jobs, events, private catering requests, just on a board. Yo, what is up with private catering right now? Dude. It seems like people are lazy as shit. <laughs> people are willing to pay. No, people are saying, like, no. Like, this, 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 one of my cooks just got married. Right. Okay. It's a fucking rush to get the caterer. I'm like, I'm like, Kyle, listen to me. Is Bobby invited to your wedding? To your wedding? And he's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, because uh, I'm like, other than just pay him. He's going to fucking do a better job than him. Well, that's also partially true because I've been to a lot of weddings and a lot of parties where the food was par. Yeah. Exactly. 
And so it's like, if dude, I didn't have kids, or not even if I didn't have kids, like if it wasn't a month away or whatever it right, was, right. I would have talked to my wife. Like, and if my dad or my mother in law yeah. was here, it'd be like, we we would have done it. Yeah, you know, because there's money in this shit, but. Hey man, I charge ten grand. This money and it, and this, this, fifty people to walk away. Money aside, it's the whole. You know that these people who work with you will do it, and they will like they put the effort in because they care. Own it. That's true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But but I feel like okay, not talk bad about people, but <laughs> right, just don't use names. Or no, yeah. protect the guilty. Or um, or or meeting spot. Right was big into like being quote unquote professional right and charging top dollar but would charge for extra people that weren't even there i mean we yeah. did that event We're supposed to have 20 people we had yeah. eight of us right exactly you know what i mean I'm that's saying? pretty that's pretty rough i think that's very but at least they showed up <laughs> i mean that's the thing it's like when you charge somebody for services that you're not rendering i feel like a huge integrity issue uh, Huge. Huge. You know, so I'm saying you don't do that. Like, if I don't deliver, then I'm not going to charge you for that. That's why I like your, that's why I like the food truck thing, because it's like, okay, this is what I do. I do four things, three right. things. Yep. Even yeah. two things well. And once I'm out, sure, like, that's on, not that you would say it like this, but like, that's your problem. You got to get here earlier. I, I post my shit. Yeah. yeah you know? That's right. And, and that's the, the thing that I kind of like, talk to a lot of my friends about if I'm craving a specific dish or a specific item, I will go to a spot where I know they do that specific thing well. Right. I'm not it's not a I'm feeling Vietnamese food, I'm gonna go to any Vietnamese restaurant. It's a right. I'm feeling pho tonight, I'm going to the one spot in Charlotte that I know does good pho. Right. Sold me sushi. Yeah. Yeah it's like and people can't wrap their mind minds around that because they're very shotgunning their craving. I see what you're saying. It's like a spray, yeah. And I'm like, doing that, you will never be fully satisfied. No. You're right. And, and, and the places, to, to go to your point, like the places that try to do, you know, not to talk shit, but <laughs> the <laughs> hey, places right, that... right, though. No, I'm just saying I worked at a place where I was like, we're going to do, you know, smash burger meets sushi meets Cordova or Chipotle meets... Right. Milkshakes, and it's like, okay, so we're going to do nothing well. Right. Everything's going to suck. We're going to do fast. Whereas, like like you said, cheap. if you want sushi, right. you go to some sushi. Yeah. Right. Some if, sushi, you, yeah. if you want pizza, yeah. you know, you're going to go to, well. Dude, bird pizza. Place we got to check out. And this is fucking a spot where we got to go. I'm hearing great things about it. It's part where I'm working with the owner. Yeah. He's like a huge stickler for pizza. Don't right. This is a place where you get like some of the best pies he's had since he's moved out of New York. Really? Yes. Bird pizza. This guy, I think it's up in um, the Noda area. Um, really small spot. So they can't, I think he does like four pizzas at a time. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Like that's all my oven can handle. It's all going. I don't think it's an order ahead kind of spot. And honestly, but, I feel like that's how it should be. Like dude, you're not pushing volume, you're not push you're not shotgunning the menu to try to please everyone. This guy made a vegan pie, makes a vegan pie for people and that blows him away. And even he's like, You will eat this and you will love it. Nice. Because each in the each ingredient 
is like curated and like it's real and roasted and real and all this right. and that, like making real pizza. So I'm like, dude, instead of just excited. saying, you know, I, I saw a meme, but it was like very uh, true. It's like, um, the, the one customer sitting there going, what's your vegan options? And then it's another customer that looks like Paul sitting, <laughs> sitting, talking to the waitress going, and what's your meat at a vegan restaurant? What's your meat options? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are what you are. Like right. if you're a vegan restaurant and that's cool. Yeah, no, there's, absolutely. There's plenty of good ones, but no, definitely do yeah. it. Don't go to five guys and go, what's your vegan options? Right. Don't be walking in there trying to stir the pot. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what happens in a way. It's like, why, why were you even walking in there? And that's you know, why I do that. to get offended. Yeah. yeah. Could be. And that's why it's kind of weird when people, because I've talked to a lot of people where they talk about the food trucks, like, why are you going to set up here? There's like 15 other food places. And I was, and I always tell them, I'm going to do what I do well. And if they're craving what I'm serving, they'll come to me. Right. If they're not about what I'm about, I would rather them go to any of the other spots. Right. And people can't wrap their mind around that because it's like, yeah, but you're not like trying to maximize your earnings. And I'm like, and I'm not. At the end of the day, I'm trying to put out good food that I'm. The money will come out. after that, right. absolutely. And it's like be undeniable. Um, yeah, it's like once people get a set, like try what I'm about, and they really like it, they're gonna tell their friends, and then whenever their friends are craving that particular thing or feeling that particular thing, they will come to me over any other spot in town. Yeah, right. And then that's where the money will come. Absolutely, because right. it's not like. Like Chick-fil-A, right? Right. Chick-fil-A, say what you want. It's fucking good at what they're good at. They're closed on Sundays, right? Per store, Chick-fil-A makes more than a McDonald's, a Starbucks, and a Subway. Right. They make more money than those three stores. Six days. One rest, I think they gross, what is is it? They make like over five million per store. But think about it this way. It's insane. And they're closed one day. What? What is the week? What do they have? They have twelve items. Nothing minimalistic. You, we all know they they do their orders on one spreadsheet. Yeah, they they have lettuce, yeah. they have tomato, bun, buns, buns, pickles. Yeah, the ridiculous amount of sauces, which is great because it's all prepackaged. It's you don't have to touch. Yeah, that doesn't even. That's like quantity. Okay, this, 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 this. Sweet tea, regular tea. Yeah, lemonade, lemonade, coffee. Uh, they, I guess they have like Coke, sixty-four. Right? They have to have yeah. McDonald's has over 60 items on their menu. 60, I just saw it. That's why I know it's 64 items. And they lose money. They literally lose so much product. Beef goes up. They get fucked. Dude, losing waste. Just cut all the different items, like the the shelf life of things, seven days out the the door. Well, not McDonald's. No, they they come on. You're right. It's like nuclear. It's like Chernobyl, right? (laughs) That thing can survive nuclear fallout. Well, they, they threw a Big Mac out in a, in a field somewhere. Right. It went back to it 30 days later. And Nothing talks to the dude. The grass, the grass around it was dead. Yeah. <laughs> didn't decompose at all. I will tell you, I heard this guy talk about his food truck concept recently, right? And uh, he's saying he's going to do a food truck that does nothing but chicken sandwiches. And he'll do it the exact same way Chick-fil-A does. And he'll only open one day a week. Sunday? On Sunday. On Sunday and he'll park in a Chick-fil-A parking lot and call it side chick. They would, I like that. The guy, if it's that that well, and he somehow can park near one, if they allow that, yeah. yeah. You know the only Chick Fil A open on Sunday, right? 
I, I know this from my boy at work. The Chick-fil-A at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. Okay. The first year, they closed it. Right. And they're like, we're open eight days a year, or whatever. Six out of the seven Ten days, days a year. Oh. Guaranteed, we're only open ten days a year. You're going to close every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. So the owner got in, the, in them, and that's the only one that's allowed to be open on Sunday. It's so interesting that's how they set football, it up. Right? Just for the, yeah, just for the football game. It's games. so interesting. It's kind of like... I wonder how that I conversation like they, went. I feel like they got this, like they get destroyed every Sunday they're open. Though. Oh my god! Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure, dude. That makes me want Chick Fil A right now. Yeah, it made like I feel like dude, that, they're still that's, open, bro. That, that's yeah. the, the the real test if you love the industry. You work one Sunday in that Chick Fil A. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Well, yeah. as, as as much as I would say I love cooking, I don't think I would like to cook after doing that. No way, dude. It beats it out even. Watch the menu. If you haven't seen the movie, watch the menu. Yes. Phenomenal movie. How y'all listening? That. If you're still listening, we really appreciate it. You gotta <laughs> go check out that movie. Try her wine lager by Birdsong Brewing. Yeah. That was banging. Let us know if you liked the uh, Oh wait, what what Chick-fil-A sauce do you get? Oh uh, yeah, that's important too. I'm uh, dude, I'm a Chick-fil-A, I'm a, just a, a regular Chick-fil-A sauce guy. I, I, I always do the uh, I do the chip. They have this like buffalo kind of chipotle kind of situation. I do that. I mix it with the ranch. Okay. I do the the original and the sriracha. Original sriracha thing. Love it. I love it. Well, that was good, guys. People. That's freaking awesome. There's a bunch of people to shout out, but Everybody we'll do that for, for another time. But thank you guys so much. Um, thanks for all the positive feedback that um, we received from up north a couple weeks ago thanks for all the new listeners that um have jumped on board through lamb here yeah um, especially we appreciate that uh just definitely leave us a mark and um either, chefs right our instagram just let just leave us a comment leave us questions and yeah and, and uh a ranking on either uh apple apple or spotify, spotify. you know or, i don't think we're, it. i don't think we're on anything else yeah, no, that's it for now. We'll, we'll just keep it there and just do it very well. So when you want to find us, you got to go to those platforms. That's right. At some point, maybe we'll be on T-shirts and hats. T-shirts yes. and hats, man. So keep an eye out for those Booties. stickers that are randomly placed around the neighborhood, too. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Lamb, thank you for... Lamb, thank you so much. Oh, always glad to be showing here. Up, Can't dude. wait to be back again. Dude, they're back again, man. We're going to get you on with another one. Maybe we'll do it off-site. Soon. Yeah. Uh, it'll be the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I think so. It's the twentieth already. We Happy twenty twenty to y'all. Twenty twenty two, I should say to y'all. Yeah, that's uh, right. It's twenty twenty three. You ready? So, what survived the three years of COVID? What's one more? <laughs> Dude, what's one more, bro? Right? Nah, COVID's over. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. On that note, we're on to the flu and the strep throat and the right. rest of the regular exactly stuff. <laughs> or whatever else can get conjured. <laughs> all the dark magics in the abyss. And Merry Christmas to y'all. That's See right. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff, right? Yeah. You got to throw an Hanukkah then. Yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, we got Northeast hey, listeners, dude. Nights, That's it. I can't do it all. <laughs> all right. Have a great night, guys. Later. Later.